We're in the final days of the 2020 campaign season. And if you're in the US, then just about everywhere you look in your community, there are political signs. And when you think of political signs and political campaigns, you think of political slogans. The buck stops here. There is no alternative. Yes, we can. Forward together. Make America great again. You could go on and on with the slogans. And when you get right down to it, they're basically just words that end up recycled with the signs and the junk mail after election day. But two and a half millennia ago, a Hebrew prophet by the name of Habakkuk wrote a series of words which when translated into English are six words, the six word slogan, the just shall live by faith. And this slogan or this phrase has, in my opinion, great power. These six words are picked up by a couple of writers in the New Testament and quoted in the books of Romans and Galatians and then in Hebrews. The just shall live by faith. 1500 years after those were picked up in the New Testament, these six words became something of a rallying cry for the Protestant Reformation. And they truly are revolutionary, much more so than yes we can or forward together. The just shall live by faith. What does that mean and why is it so important? Well, much to the dismay of many atheists, we are by nature religious. I would say that we are religious by design, but I'll say by nature for those that don't like the idea of a designer or of God. We seem to innately default toward religion. We are, as some people would put it, meaning-seeking beings. Even those that are ardently opposed to the concept of God recognize this point. I was listening just a couple of days ago this last weekend, listening to a podcast with a couple of scientists that are more atheistic. And even they, during this podcast, acknowledged the reality that we are seemingly religious by nature. We are meaning-seeking religious robots. We seem to be programmed to default towards religiosity. I would imagine that this makes someone like Bill Maher really frustrated. Additionally, we are hard-coded with a moral firmware, what you would call a conscience. And when you combine the moral firmware, our conscience, that each of us have with the tendency toward religion, you end up with a multitude of religious expressions that all really at their base look relatively similar. This is why so many non-religious people in the West assume that all religions are basically the same because Religions are similar in the way that they seek to deal with our failings. We, we all have this conscience that shows us that there is a right and there is a wrong, and we recognize in ourselves more often than not our wrongs and the fact that we don't measure up to the rights. So religions are similar in the way that they tend to seek to deal with our failings. All of us are imperfect, and we have this sense because of our conscience firmware, version 1.0, of what is right, or to use religious jargon, what is righteous. And because we are meaning-seeking religious robots, we end up creating pathways to deal with our imperfections. 
again, using religious jargon to atone for them and to try to promote growth toward rightness and perfection. Religious jargon, sanctification. So we have rites and rituals by which we deal with our failures, sins, and we progress toward wholeness and perfection or maybe even enlightenment. And this is true even for those that say that they're non-religious. The atheist Sam Harris, I, I tend to bring him up a lot because I, I listen to his podcast. I've read a number of his books. I find the guy pretty fascinating. But you have this atheist neuroscientist, Sam Harris, and he is a great example of what I'm describing. He has a highly refined sense of morality, of what is right and what is wrong. And he seems to believe that the path toward the reformation of imperfect individuals is through human reason and discipline. And it's like super religious. He, he has a very refined, secular, atheistic religion. But when you look at all these different religions, I want to suggest to you that Christianity is different. Christianity is truly not a religion, not in the way that all the other secular or sacred religions are religious. All other religions seek to move imperfect individuals, us, toward righteous perfection, justification by rites and rituals of atonement and discipline for what you would call sanctification if you were reading through the scriptures. In the Christian tradition, none of those rites and rituals and paths towards justification and sanctification will suffice. They will not do. For the Christian, sacrifice and offerings will not take away sin. Adherence to laws and traditions will not make us perfect. Instead, Christianity says Jesus was lifted up on the cross. He was offered to deal with all of our sins and to provide the needed power and ability to make us whole and right. Therefore, those who are justified, made righteous, are done so on the basis not of their own righteous atoning works, but on the basis of his righteous work on the cross. We trust in his finished sacrifice on the cross to deal with our failures, but we also trust in his continued power because he rose from the dead. He's not in the grave to enable us to live so that we are both justified and we live by trust and faith in him. The just shall live by faith. I would suggest maybe the most important and powerful slogan of the last 2,500 years. Something to think about as you have your coffee this morning. We'll see you next time.